Welcome to the Promo Cares Radio Podcast, where we share the stories about the good being done in the promotional products industry. From philanthropic efforts to cause marketing to giving programs, these are the people who are inspiring others to improve the world through promo. To learn more about Promo Cares, visit promocares.org. Now, on with today's show. Hello, everybody. It's been a while. This is Carrie with Promo Cares, and I was just... Um, we heard about a really cool story from Raining Rose, so we wanted to bring on a couple people here. So we're very excited to have Lindsay Davis, and she is Director of Promotional Sales, and Stephanie Garland, and she is Marketing Lead for Promotional Sales at Raining Rose. So welcome to our show. Thank you, Carrie. Hi, we're so happy you. to be here. Yay. <laughs> so um, in, in tradition, because it's been a while, I would like to ask each of you your airport shtick. Like when you check in and you've already checked in, you've already gone through TSA. What do you do between the time you leave TSA to the time you board the plane? And I'll go to Stephanie first. <laughs> well, I think this depends on whether I'm traveling with my kids or not. If they're oh, with so me, true. I tend to just take them on a very long walk before they have to sit on a plane. Nice. Um, if it's just me, I tend to just kind of sit and either scroll through my phone, which is probably a really bad habit. Um, or I like to bring a book to read. Nice. And what kind of books do you read? I really like thrillers. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right, Lindsay. Awesome. Um, so I would say mine's all about the beverage. And so it depends on whether or not it's morning or afternoon slash evening. Um, and probably what I'm doing because the, the encroachment on the afternoon beverage probably gets earlier. Than <laughs> work. Um, I so I would say I either find a really good coffee or I try to find a local beer. Even if it's like a layover, um, I do love me a good local beer. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. That's the first that I've heard in this whole thing. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's that's mine. Shout out to all the airports. Have your local people represented in your terminals. There we go. All right. So let's talk about Raining Rose. And a lot of people do know you, but just in case, like, um, which which one do you want to answer that one? Give I'll take that one. Okay. Um, so overall, Raining Rose, we are a personal care manufacturer and supplier. Uh, we actually manufacture products for some of the most well-known brands in the country um, that are in natural and organic personal care. And then we take what we learn there and the stuff that we are the absolute best at, we bring into the promotional product space. So right now that means lip balm, lotion, sunscreen, and hand sanitizer primarily. Um, we're also a certified B Corporation, which is um, stands for a benefit corporation. And those are companies that focus on the triple bottom line. So people, profit, and planet um, when they go to market. And so that's a big part of what our DNA is here. Um, and we're located in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Iowa, right in the middle. I love it. Yeah. Well, we heard a story and I was supposed to go to Vegas and I ended up pulling the plug right before because I wasn't feeling all that great. And I was so sad. I think the like the the drudge after being having all the, the FOMO from the promo um, was worse than what I if I ever got anything. But when you were in Vegas, things didn't go as planned. No. And so um, you guys put your heads together and we just it's a, such a good promo cares story. We want to hear all about it. So tell us what happened and kind of how things went down. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think to start at the very beginning, um, Steph, will you uh, share what we had planned? Yeah. So um, over the past couple of years, we've been working on our brand and trying to really figure out who we are as a company. Um, and so you may have seen a few years back, we kind of changed from having themed um, booths at trade shows to transitioning over to more retail um, and more showcasing just who we are, what we do, and what our products are. Um, and so from there, you know, I started thinking about, well, 
we talk a lot about sustainability and we just didn't feel right about continuing to buy pieces of furniture from Ikea um, or other places to display our products. And so I started doing some research and I found this really great company called Go-Carton. Um, they're based in the U.S., which is great. Um, and they make booths made completely out of cardboard. And so when I found them, I was like, this is the perfect fit for us. So we contacted them and we got to work and we decided to do a larger um, footprint booth um, entirely out of cardboard. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I wanted to have to start there because as I tell what happened in our curveball, um, it helps us here. I just have devastated we were because we were so excited about this booth and she had poured truly her heart and soul into its design. Um, so, you know, the booth ships on time as it's supposed to. It gets slowed down a little bit. We're thinking, okay, we, we've got some coverage, no big deal. And eventually it just gets stuck in Arizona. They don't have enough people to unload trucks. At you should point. have called me. I could have gone and got it. <laughs> well, you know, as we talk about what we thought of, that um, that's one of the things we thought of was yeah. they can drive it to us. Um, and so it looked like we actually were going to get it finally. And we're going to have to set it up on education day. So we're going to get really creative, but we we're going to be able to do it. So we all went to dinner. We're having this great dinner. And I just happened to pull my phone out just to look one more time because, you know, I'm a little bit of a maniac when it comes to that kind of uh, detail-oriented. And I noticed the day had been pushed back. And it was <sighs> I set it at dinner with a few, everyone who was in town so far. And we had a few moments of, you know, pity party. This sucks. Um, yeah. For the group did exactly what I love about our group. It was a group of marketing and salespeople said, okay, what are we going to do? Um, Quinn Bowie had driven to Vegas in his van. He's like, I could pull the van in. And so I'm texting, you know, some contacts at PPAI and they explain if you go to city hall and you get a permit for this, you can do that. So, okay, we've got one idea. Um, okay, well, that person hasn't flown out yet. They could bring something. Okay, well, we've got that idea. And we happen to have a gentleman on our graphic artist team who lives in Arizona. He moved and relocated recently. Um, and we're thinking, okay, he could drive it up. Um, and so we have these ideas in motion and slowly different ideas fall off. But we're not going to be able to get into city hall tomorrow in time to get the um, the permit we need. And they can't get it even off the truck to get it into this gentleman's car. Um, and we land on, okay, our aesthetic is somewhat Ikea-ish anyways. It's very clean. It's very modern. Let's just go to the Ikea. We'll buy some things and we'll do that. And so that, that's going to be our plan the next day, um, which is again, education day. Um, we're going to take a group of people over. We're going to buy everything we need. It's going to be cute. It'll be fine. A gal's going to bring some banners from the, from the show. Um, it'll be fine. So that was where we got to um, that evening uh, until we started thinking more. So, <laughs> and, and, and went with what we actually went with. So I love it. A <laughs> moment, I guess. <laughs> oh, like the aha moment, like what, what, what happened between now you've got 18 plans and they're all falling yeah. off and then you're like, okay, this is our plan now. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. So to be very honest, um, we, I, we all went back to our rooms after dinner, you know, to, to get a good night's sleep. And I you didn't go to eye candy. We did not go to eye candy. Well, maybe <laughs> some people did. I didn't at least. Um, I got to go later in the week these days I'm too <laughs> for that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think all good ideas come in the shower or bathtub. So I was, you know, frankly, enjoying my giant, giant bathtub. Mm -hmm. there, thinking about, I hate that we're going to buy things and treat it like it's disposable. It's exactly what we didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe there's someone who needs furniture. Maybe we can figure that out. And so as we're thinking, um, I did a little research and came up with and found out that um, Las Vegas actually has been heavily impacted by food insecurity. And so I texted staff from the tub and said, <laughs> what if we built it out of cans? And 
you know, we started rolling with this and moving forward. Uh, and that truly was the aha moment, realizing that we have these beautiful brand values around um, people and planet. That's one of our, our brand pillars. And nothing about what we were thinking supported that, but this would. And so even if it ended up weird, this would support it. And that would be much more us. And so that's how we we got there and the the, the crazy moment. So, yeah. so how, how did you tell the team, like, you're in the bathtub, so you're obviously like, you and Stephanie, but then like everybody else, you're like, okay, this is what we're doing now. <laughs> so a lot of our team actually wasn't there yet. Um, okay. they were the next day. And so um, at that point, no one even really still knew the booth wasn't there. Um, and so no one else was panicking except the group that was at dinner. And um, so basically we, we told them all once it was fully fleshed out, once we got to the end of it. So I know okay. we basically, some of them didn't see it and find out until the morning, the show floor opened. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that moment we were going to do. So yeah. Love that. yeah. All right. So everyone, so now you've decided this and then how did you go about like, how did you even, I don't understand how you even got the information out to everybody to say, this is what we're doing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So um, we put a lot of different people in a different spot. So the day that we found out the booth wasn't coming, that that morning, um, our director of marketing landed. And so she's the first one we brought in to kind of think through, okay, we have this crazy idea. How do we actually execute on it? And so she pulled in um, our, our copywriter, um, Ellen, um, and our, our director of marketing is Kate. And they came in and they started working on sort of like, how do we make it make sense? And so that's, you know, how do we get some signage last minute? We must have called like 15 places trying to get same day signage. We found an amazing partner. Um, Stephanie, do you remember their name off the top of your head? I believe it was King's Print or King's Printing. King's Print. Cannot thank them enough. There you go. If you're watching this and you ever <laughs> need something in Vegas, please use them. They were amazing. They even delivered them for us. The oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we realized that the closest person with Adobe uh, Illustrator on their computer was Quinn. So he brought his computer up. So we basically all got together in my in my hotel room, designed signs, wrote copy, figured out what we were going to do. And we ended up with these beautiful taglines like, um, you know, there's worse things in your booth not showing up. You know, over 300,000 people in that county struggle with food insecurity. And so we were able to tell the story really neat. Um, people did some shopping. And, you know, one of the things we realized once we found the partner that we worked with um, was that it's more than just food. It was diapers. It was um, hygiene products. And so a group made a Costco run <clears throat> to get those items in hand and um, and build a beautiful display that eventually housed the signs. Um, and frankly, you know, it took everyone to make it great. Everyone got really excited to tell the story. Um, everyone told it in their own unique way. And then uh, I will say, I got to give a little extra credit to Kate, our director of marketing. At the very last minute, I, in true fashion um, of who I am, panicked and went, oh. <laughs> everyone's going to hate it. I don't think this is a good idea anymore. Like after having felt like this was the best thing possible. And she, I owe a lot to, she is my um, my calm when I'm neurotic and yeah. said, Lindsay, like made a decision to live our brand values that always, that it will always work. It'll be Okay. Um, and so I owe an extra credit to her for, for that moment. Um, and then it it did, it went really well. So we were really excited about that. That's so awesome. So then, um, we, we will definitely, when we put this out tag and and do all the things, cause I know it was a story written about you and pictures and all that stuff. And then you also pushed out through social media yourself, right? We did. Yeah, we shared it on social, which was great because so many people didn't attend Expo this year. We felt like the social engagement was way higher. Like everyone was watching that hashtag. Yeah. Um, so our engagement on this socially was phenomenal. That is so great. Yeah. So this just goes to show when something like this happens, it doesn't have to be 14 months of planning and execution. It's like 
no, like sometimes things happen and, and you make lemonade and it's, it's just, it's such a fun story. It's so cool. So then what was the outcome as far as what you actually ended up donating? And then like, did you take the money you would have spent on Ikea furniture and move it? Or like, how, how did that work out? Yeah, I think we probably spent, um, at least as much, maybe a little more, um, yeah. this, uh, cause we wanted to make sure one, it was meaningful and it was the right items for them, but also we could really build a, a structure so that it was visible and right. Uh, lean things on it and have it really be that way. Um, you know, I think we expected people once my minor moment of, of neuroses passed, people to at least like it. Um, but the response was overwhelming. It was really exciting. People really leaned in. They wanted to help. Other people asked for who the um, who the charity was, which by the way was Three Square, um, so they could make donations. Um, they people who brought their um, their materials over. Everyone, lots of people host sweet meetings, you know, during the expo. And what do you do when when it's over? You leave everything behind. Well, lots of people the last day brought all of their stuff down and just our donations so much. And so it was really neat to see that, you know, um, they were a great partner. I don't, I don't know that we'd have found them, but for the pandemic, you know, I guess the pandemic caused a lot of issue and that their economy is so based on events, but it also created these beautiful stories about how to help the community. And so, um, it was amazing to be able to find them and be able to help there. Um, as far as outcome goes as well, we did eventually get our real, our, our, our other booth set up. I don't want to say real booth. Yeah. Sense. Like that actually almost felt like more a real booth at the end of the day. Um, but we did set up our planned booth overnight. We didn't have everybody because we at the same time were hosting our own suite meetings to release our new DIY kit. Uh-huh. Um, so some of the group was up there doing what we planned for them to do. And then a whole big group, um, PPI was able to help us stay on the floor for a little bit longer. Um, we weren't allowed to leave and come back or anything. That's the way security works. But they were able to help us make sure that we were able to get set up that night. Um, and we opened day two with the booth that we intended to have. Um, so we were able to get all that we went out of that booth, but also have this amazing moment for three square at the same time. So That is so uh, awesome. I love that so much. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you for, you know, thinking outside of the box and changing a super crappy situation into something wonderful. And that's what we need more of right now. I think as we're coming out of our world of where where it used to be and where it is now, and there's so much chaos still, it's like, if you can just like have your moment of Zen in the bathtub or like, you know, find (laughs) your happy place and be like, okay, what, what should I be doing to make this better? Like there's always a way. And it's like, it was just really cool to see how you pulled your resources and, and reached out and like thought of others. It's just, we are very, very excited about that. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I, I'm just so thankful that the person on the other end of that wacky text was Stephanie, who's able to take a person's crazy ideas and turn them into something that's actually meaningful and beautiful and all of that great stuff. So I owe a huge thanks to her for doing <laughs> the heavy lifting on that. And Steph, is there anything I missed as I told the story that was a standout to you that, um, that you'd want the community to know too? I don't think so. I think our, our team just really rallied behind the whole idea really well. And, you know, they're all really willing to, okay, we're going to pivot this way and we're going to talk about it in this way because it aligns with our values and, I'm just really proud of everybody and how it turned out. Yeah. But talk about T like if you're a B Corp and part of it is people, it's like, yes. <laughs> that was the unintended consequence that like your team just was like, Nope, we're going to fix it. And then you guys made this amazing thing happen. And then it was good for the community too. Like that's, that's like just this beautiful crescendo. I love it so much. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, thank you for sharing. About, oh, go ahead. oh, I was going to say now I was thinking about how do we replicate that going forward? Like, can we add it to our, our mission later? And I had a, 
you know, briefly talking with Roger Burnett before we did this, he and I had a great point that I would love to, to leave this group with, which is that there's still, if, if everything goes wrong, which it happens sometimes, you know, like to the best of us, uh, there, there's still ways to lean in on your brand values, um, even when everything goes wrong. And so I know he was kind of excited about that as a distributor and saying, you know, if I have a customer whose booth doesn't show up, whose product doesn't show up, how, you know, think about what the brand does and how do you get creative? I thought that was such a cool message for me. I didn't even think about that as like yeah. a case study or use case. So yeah, it's like a ripple effect. It's like it works yeah. for you. And then it's like, how can you replicate that for even your clients? Like that's exactly another tool, a call to action. So if things go wrong, think about the community around and see how they can make it, you know, make it all better. So, exactly. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show and sharing your story. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us, Carrie. Thanks for having us, Carrie. Sure.